This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 units sold mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. In the last episode, number two, you met a man who told me he loved me and went on to make five million bucks. Our guest today is Peter Schaller. Now, Peter is known as the shrink for entrepreneurs. He's worked with Fortune 500 CEOs in a business strategy and advisory role. Realizing that procrastination is killing our world's progress, he launched Commit Action and a war against procrastination. Peter, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready, yes. We were just talking about how close we feel with these studio microphones. It's going to be a good interview. I know, yeah. It's uh, it's feeling really intimate right now. Are you, <laughs> are you still, this is not going to help the situation. Uh, people are going to be drawing conclusions, but whatever. Are you still uh, fighting the burn, the Cancun burn off your back? I, I am not actually. I uh, I was really good with slathering sunscreen all over my body, and uh, I'm sitting here shirtless now because it's a hot day in New York. But my skin is in really great condition. Well, we need to keep this thing under control here. So, uh, <laughs> tell me, is there is there anything else I'm missing that you feel like people need to know about your background or bio? That's basically it. Shrink for entrepreneurs. Work with a ton of startup founders uh, on some some companies people would recognize. I'm an advisor to those folks. Um, kind of behind the curtain for the most part. Keep them sane. Keep them doing their crazy high performance thing and uh, talk strategy and all that. And then yeah, commit action. You said it. We're uh, we're on a mission to rid the world of of procrastination. Help help small business owners overcome their own stuff that sort of holds them back and, and finally take action on their best intentions and turn them into concrete results. That's our mission. All with no shirt and bathed in sunscreen. Correct. Amazing. Yeah, well, you have to be when you have my genetics. Unbe <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, so walk us, I want to focus on commit action. So walk me through exactly what commit action is selling. Yeah, so it's uh, best way to think of it is personal training for productivity. We're a human-powered uh very inexpensive coaching service. So it's a concierge model, white glove goal setting. Somebody phones up, phones you up every single week and helps you set goals, clarify your intentions, and basically get clear on what you're going to do on the next seven days. So we have this rolling seven-day ritualized deadline where we're actually reaching out, having an individual human reach out to our clients and do this goal setting thing, holding them accountable and really helping move the dial on this whole productivity, get things done thing. And the whole point of it is that, you know, these entrepreneurs, these people who are starting businesses, there's more and more of them every year. By 2020, there's supposed to be, you know, 40% of the white collar workforce is going to be freelance or self-employed in some way. And people are trying to build these businesses in their basement, on their laptop, in their pajamas, and they're feeling isolated, alone, 
no one knows on a Monday morning if they sit down at their desk and work for a couple of hours, whether they're actually doing important stuff or just checking Facebook. They're the only person in the whole world who they're accountable to. It's just them. They're isolated. So we solve that problem by creating this relationship with an accountability coach, hence personal training for productivity. Yeah, and it's such powerful, especially with you know, all these things craving our attention these days, these pointless apps that like don't help us at all be productive. You know, why, I, I, I'm curious before we get into the details about the funnel for commit action. Look, I've tried a bunch of these productivity apps, you know, the ones that are all automated, they're software they're on your phone, they're cute, they're sexy, they have nice little marketing one-liners under them, but they just don't work. How is the human-powered approach that you're taking working out? How many customers are you working with? Yeah, so we, we're doing really well. We've put over a 1,000 people through Commit Action. Uh, we're carrying something around uh, 300 or so customers right now. Um, we're, uh, we built the company kind of based, we were inspired by the work of, uh, do you know BJ Fogg? I'm He's not familiar the, uh, with him. I think he's at Stanford, has some really interesting stuff to say about software's ability to drive human behavior change. And his kind of theory, uh, which is fast being kind of fast-tracked on its way to becoming a new law, in fact, kind of like Moore's law or whatever, is that software can only ever augment uh, human behavior. So if you already are doing something, like if you're already manipulating photos, downloading Photoshop is going to be amazing because it's going to help you do the thing that you were already doing in your photo lab or however you used to do that before Photoshop, right? The problem is that software can't make us do new things. It can't inspire human behavior change. So if you're not a productive person, if you're stuck procrastinating, downloading a sophisticated to-do app, it's going to be fun to play with. It'll be a great distraction. But we've seen that on average, it lasts about 10 days, people's interaction with that software, before they trash it and move on to the next thing, the next like number one app store recommended productivity app or whatever it is. And these, these apps all have the same problem. They're just software focused and they're trying to, rather than augment something that we're already doing, we're trying to make it be a miracle pill. We're trying to make it be this magic bullet that changes who we are. Um, and the truth is the only thing that, that, that there's any empirical or research-based evidence that changes human behavior is human intervention. Yep. It's therapy works, coaching works, mastermind groups work. You know, even things like AA work in, 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 in certain contexts and that kind of stuff. People are changed by relationships with other humans, and that's what we're bringing to the mix. You know, we're actually going to be rolling out a ton of software stuff down the road, but we started with that human connection because that's the core piece of the, of the productivity piece that makes a difference. And then we'll be augmenting that with software in uh, actually in the next couple of months. Yeah, it sounds so useful. And I can't wait to kind of watch what kind of software you put on top of this human layer that you've built. So walk me through some of the numbers. A thousand customers, what are the customers paying to use and get access to Commit Action? It's $129 a month. Um, so it's very, 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 very inexpensive for like a one-to-one relationship with a productivity coach. Um yeah, we have, I think we have around 300 right now. We've been around, we've, we, we sort of started this business mean and lean following a pretty kind of lean, agile startup philosophy. So in the last two years since the sort of beta version launch, we've had a thousand 
we've had over a thousand people. I don't know exactly how many people who have come through. And our average, I know you like numbers, so I, I realized I was going to have to tell yeah, you. Yeah, baby, I'm a data today. data freak. And that's because, look, the people listening right now, these tribe members, they're freaking smart as heck. And they can just, they can smell, you know, baloney a mile away. And I only have people on that, that they're having success. And many times, you know, sometimes I can't convince them to share. Other times I can, but they will get more value uh, because you're choosing to share. So thank you. Cool. Yeah. And so our um, our average customer retention right now is about four months. And this is my personal number one metric. It's the, it's the thing that I care about moving the dial on more than anything else. And right now it follows like a normal distribution. So the average is about four months, but we have, you know, we have these outliers and, you know, one of the things I'm working on more than anything is trying to identify demographic stuff about those people who have been, you know, been with us for a year or two years or whatever it is and how we can find more of those people and how we can serve the other customers who are kind of dropping off, uh, you know, and, and not continuing to use the service for whatever reason. So those are, I'm trying to think numbers wise, what did I just say? Yeah. Well, no, you've got the four, you've got four months and on average they're paying, call it, you know, 130, 130 bucks per month, right? Yeah. So, so, you know, you have, you know, you have about 520 bucks is your, is your lifetime value of a customer, you know, the four right times on. the 129. So if you are, if you're, if you're getting 520 bucks out of each customer coming through your program, you can choose to either spend your time getting more customers to pay that or on turning a four-month lifetime into an eight-month lifetime. I think what you said is so important and SaaS entrepreneurs listening right now, software as a service entrepreneurs, they miss this all the time. Walk me through, Peter, why you're focused on retention over new users coming in the top of the funnel. The the thing is, is that, I mean, it is, I, I, I'm a, my background psychology. So the, the thing that guides me to do that more than anything else is just the knowledge of how much easier it is to have someone default to sticking around for another month because they're experiencing that value. Like even if they kind of waver or what it, or, or whatever it is, they're, they're kind of like, oh, I'll just stick with this. That decision is so much easier to have somebody make than the decision to try something else uh, try something out that you're curious about, but probably like skeptical about, right? Like yep. we're selling on the internet. So my default assumption is that every stranger who hits our website or finds out about what we're doing just assumes it's bullshit. Yeah. And we have to, and we have to convince them that this is real. This is, you know, we, we have smart people who are building this thing. This is really valuable. And we have to take them on that whole big journey. Now we've done a lot of that. And believe me, I, I oscillate frequently from the whole strangers into customers question into the, you know, how do we keep those customers and make them, you know, happy forever and ever question. I flip back and forward between the two, but I think that that the retention thing is so, so important if you've got a business because, I mean, you know, I think Elon Musk was quoted uh, as he said that, you know, the number one thing has to be product. If you want to build a really successful business, there's so much, there's so much stuff out there that's all sizzle and no steak, incredible marketing, incredible funnels, but the actual thing, once people get it, they're kind of like, oh, this is a little disappointing. And so our whole company is built to have a product focus because we know that, you know, for us, the, the big kind of success is that, that referral. When somebody, when we have a word of mouth occurrence where somebody says to my friend, hey, you have to come use this service. And you can only get, it's really hard to get human beings to do that. And that's kind of our, that's like our ultimate mission. Whenever that happens, we all high five. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and dude, th this episode is totally all about you, what you're building. So I want to keep the spotlight right on your customers and what they're doing. But I want to point out to those entrepreneurs listening right now, 
whether you're selling a one-off thing or a monthly recurring model, focusing on lifetime value of customers, you know, past the initial sale is where you really, really can change the world. So as SaaS entrepreneurs, you can make more money and help more people by either increasing retention, getting more people in the top of the funnel, or increasing something called ARPU, which is average revenue per user. So Peter's ARPU per month is 129 bucks. So Peter, you talked a little bit about your focus on retention. You talked a little bit about, you know, New Year's in the top of the funnel. Are you doing anything to upsell or cross-sell to the customers that have stayed with you the longest? Right now, right now we're not actually. We're 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 excited about the potential to do that down the road, but it's still a pretty young company, especially. I mean, we've been around for two years, but when we started, it was a very, very, very it was an experiment, right? We were just validating the model. And so we've we've just been in the last kind of six months, 12 months, we've been really building steam. We're excited about what we can do. Uh, in the future, but where we want to be really, really careful about thinking, you know, adding any features and also adding any upsells or any kind of ways to add value. I have this idea that one day there'll be like a commit action sort of platinum premium uh, membership where we do something for the people who want more. And it's actually a very real problem for us because we, we, the service is training people to think in this certain way about productivity and leverage this accountability relationship that they have. One of the reasons we actually lose customers right now, which I'm kind of proud of in an ironic way, is that people feel as though they've got it and that they can take it from, from here. Now, I don't always think that they're right about that. And we've actually had people who quit and then come back and are like, oh my God, I don't got this. I need mm. to talk to you guys every single week. But for the people who are feeling that way, it's an incredible opportunity when someone's feeling like they've almost graduated from something and they're, they're sort of better than it. It's fantastic. And we'd love to facilitate what the next step and their, their development as an entrepreneur looks like. So that's where we're headed. But right now, we're, we're just all focused on that initial product. If you are loving this episode, you will love episode number eight, where we talk to the head of strategy at GoPro, responsible for taking them from $300,000 a year in sales to $300 million in sales. And to celebrate the top tribe, I am giving you guys the chance to win a GoPro and my top three favorite business books. In order to win, simply text the word Nathan to 33444. Again, N-A-T-H-A-N to 33444 for your chance to win hundreds of dollars in prizes every week. The first one is a GoPro and my favorite business books. Okay, Peter. Yes. You're 300 customers, 129 bucks a month, $38,700 a month right now in average in revenue. Walk me through how you're finding customers. How are people finding your website? Yeah, so this is an interesting one. We, while we've been playing with this model and kind of validating the, the huge assumption this business is built on, which is, will human-powered coaching work? Will people pay for it? We haven't actually been buying any traffic. We have we have done zero pay-per-click, zero SEM of any kind. We've done all content marketing over the last, uh, last year and a half. Um, since we initially launched the business to my list, because I blog at petershallard.com as the shrink for entrepreneurs. So I had a pretty huge list there. And that's how we we jump-started the business with that asset. I guys, hey, the, the British are so smooth. They can just sneak in the link like that. I mean, so freaking good. But Peter, I want people to know, we'll link to it in the show notes so they can go to that. And I encourage them to go to that site so they can see how you are doing content marketing. 
Yeah, cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, that's, we had this amazing asset to start that I built up in my other businesses, the shrink for entrepreneurs. So we were able to kind of jumpstart the business with that. After that, I've leveraged a lot of relationships that I have, having been in this world for for almost the best part of a decade, actually, um, to do a ton of content marketing. I've appeared on a shitload of podcasts, um, what else have we done? I've uh, I also do a lot of speaking, and so we've actually built quite a big list. Uh, having people, you know, speaking at events with sort of three to I think the biggest one we did was four thousand people, um, and getting people on our email list. So Peter, real quick, how how many people are on your email list before we get into the next part? We have for commit actions list. We have about we have ten thousand right now. That's amazing. A lot of hustle. Well, look, it is that time, Peter. Do you know what's next? some kind of five things. (laughs) (laughs) You're so freaking clever. Okay, it is time for The Famous Five. Peter, what is your favorite business book? Uh, Definitely Spent Sex Evolution and Consumer Psychology by Jeffrey Miller. It's uh, it's an eye-opener. Blows minds, takes names. Oh, man. You should read it. We'll stick that in the show notes for sure. Number two, favorite success quote. Favorite success quote. You can make it up. You're British. Dude, you I'm from New Zealand. I just Shoot. gotta I gotta You're New Zealander. That. You're a New Zealander. My favorite quote is probably from Henry David Thoreau. Um, how vain it is to sit down to write if you have not stood up to live. Oh, I love that. Say it one more time. How vain it is to sit down to write if you have not yet stood up to live. Oh, I love that. You um I'm I'm very embarrassed right now. My face is red. Um, I just assumed your accent. <laughs> I know you're not from British, you know Britain. I know you're from New Zealand. I don't know why I made that connection. So my apologies. I love the quote. Number three. <laughs> I have people here in the studio too, just cracking up. I can't keep a straight face. Okay, I, I just want to put it out there to your <laughs> listeners. We've hung out at least half a dozen times in real life and yeah. talked about <laughs> the fact that I'm from New Zealand. <laughs> what is your favorite online tool, like Evernote? I'm actually probably going to go with Evernote with a little asterisk to this one that I actually hate the obsession with online tools. It's a big part of the whole business that we're doing. I think that people get way too obsessed with software, um, you know, and pers- certainly personal productivity stuff. But I do use Evernote myself. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Number four. Yes or no? Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Yes. Love it. Okay. Number five. This is my favorite. If you wish your 20-year-old self knew one thing. Peter Shallard, what would it be? That everything, everything at the time when I was 20 that I thought was boring about business that didn't hold my intention would actually turn out to be the most important, like most fascinating stuff that I obsess over and can't like have in my brain enough once I'm like 10 years later. That's, uh, that's what it is. Cause I, uh, when I was 20 years old, I really didn't want to pay attention to a lot of like boring metric stuff. I was like, ah, measurement, who cares about that? <laughs> and uh, even some of the stuff we've been talking about today, so in terms of like average customer lifetime value and all that sort of stuff, it was uh, all that business like reading spreadsheet, anything on a spreadsheet, I hated and now I'm obsessed with. Well, I'll link to some resources in the show notes about how websites I use to learn about SaaS marketing, lifetime value and all that. One of them though is FOR, for entrepreneurs entrepreneurs.com or chaotic flow the blog by joel york but peter if people want to connect with you online and watch what you are preaching here where can they do that two places commitaction.com to check out everything that we've been talking about today 
Um, and also petershallard.com, just my name. That's my home as the shrink for entrepreneurs. I've been blogging there for about six years. There's a there's a shitload of articles about this intersection of business and psychology. And um, you can go check those out. It's all free. Oh, um, love it. Well, guys, the guy that has launched the human-based procrastination war from New Zealand, Peter Shallard, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Take care, man. In the next episode, number four, you'll see how a high school friend went from student to $10 million entrepreneur selling electric bras. This podcast is produced by Oration Recording and is sponsored by Eddie Communications and Roanoke, Virginia's Grandin CoLab, the premier workspace for entrepreneurs and growing companies.